All right, welcome to the G Talk podcast. We back again for another edition. I am joined by Veronica. Hey, friends. And it's GMV again. Other folks bullshitting. So call Rick, but also Kirsten. We hope you feel better. Well, yeah, I want to talk about Kirsten, but, <laughs> but other, the, the folks, other people, not Kirsten, yeah. but other folks were bullshitting. All right, but Kirsten, we hope you feel better. We watch Kirsten probably be like, oh hell no, they think I'm bullshitting. Yeah, that's why I had to I had to say some <laughs> alternate, you know. Yeah. But anywho, um, we here on the Labor Day, 2023. This Labor Day has been kind of chill. The actual day. Yeah. This weekend, there's a lot to do. Yeah, Labor Day is actually one of the more lit holidays to me, especially with um, you know, being around football season starting up for college, and you know, it's the end of summer, so I think Labor Day is pretty pretty cool. Irony, my memory, it like my um, memory for today is the last time you had a game night. Was that Labor Day? Mm-hmm. Well, it was the day before Labor Day because you know. What did it was I last do? Year. What did I do last Labor Day? We had everybody over after uh, the uh, the first Friday, the black market. Showed it. Showed it. That was a. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of salacious, wasn't it? <laughs> no um, comment. No comment. Yeah, good times, but. You know, Corner Veronica, we gotta do better this fall, right? Period. But maybe maybe we're just getting older. And we're just more chill now. You ever you ever consider that? We gonna be lit one season a year. And since it wasn't summer, we gonna be we gonna have a hot person fall. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I guess, you know, for those listen, did y'all have a lit summer? Because uh, I've been hearing just other people say that their summer was kind of mild, too. So, you know, you know, when time moves fast, we all feel it. It's like a universal feeling. Maybe maybe the summer is like a, it not as lit. It, what, yeah, it wasn't like it was quick or anything. It's just. Because yeah, we even talked about it on, on, on your last pod, me and Cliff. Oh, yeah, this summer just hadn't been. It wasn't popping. So we're gonna make we got to make something this fall shake before my birthday, preferably. Right. Uh, shout out to Bird. Long time listener back in the A. You know, you met Bird. Hey, Bird. Um, you know, he says after he finished the Joe Budden podcast, my, mine is next. So. So, yeah. Well, you know, JBP's on on uh, vacation, so is he also a Patreon member? Because that's the only way the streets are getting fed. So I've been I've been telling about that. Um, I say, hey man, you should go and get a Patreon, but I don't I don't think he's a Patreon. Oh, member. bird, get Patreon. Yeah, it, it definitely be some heat on there. Um, and what? How much is the month? Like ten, twenty dollars. Uh, well, we're on the twenty-five dollar tier. Okay. Right, it's twenty-five dollars. Yeah. You know, we you know we got many. It balances out because I have other Patreon subscriptions that are just way cheaper. Mm. That should be more. So like me paying twenty-five for Joe ain't nothing. Yeah. Well, anywho, let's jump right to the news week. So TSU versus Notre Dame. As we all know, this is a money game. Uh, what they lose? But was it enough money? That's my question. At this How much point. they get? Like, was it two a, million? See, hmm. and where does that money go? Well, it, no. My question is: Is that money after expenses? Did we get two million dollars 
after like travel, room and board and all that? That's a good question. Or do we get $2 million up front and still have to pay for travel, room, and board? Well, but the university pays for that. Right. But, like, they could negotiate where it's, like, they get $2 million net after the expense of going. Yeah. But, yeah, so they they went up to, um, where's Notre Dame at? South Bend. South Bend, Indiana. Indiana. Right outside Chicago. And... Yeah, they lost a lot. Fifty six to three. <laughs> but no but but you know, silver lining is what? <laughs> what? The lessons that you <laughs> learn from this game, you can then go on to apply to OVC games. You okay. like how I just towed the party line? Okay. I'm no. a bleed blue. I suppose, but you know, it's just a level. Roar City. Are you subscribing <laughs> to that? <laughs> or um, in other sports news, um, Colorado beat uh, TCU forty-five to forty-two. Shadour Sanders made his debut after leaving Jackson State. Uh, he went thirty-eight for forty-seven, five hundred ten passing yards, which is a school record. Four passing touchdowns, no interceptions, and one hundred forty point two five passer rating. And this is his first time, you know, starting at Colorado after Jackson State, which, in my opinion, puts HBCUs even more on the map because he came from HBCU and dominated game one. So shout out to Shador Sanders and and Dion. You know, everybody's on watch, so we'll see. The Braves was out in L.A. this past weekend. It was a four-game series. Um, the Braves took the series three to one. We we whooped the Dodgers' ass. Come on, Braves! Uh, Thursday night, well Thursday, Ronald Cunha Jr. Congrats to him. He got married that morning, early that morning, after a flight from Colorado. Couldn't got up be early. me. He made the arrangements real quick. He married his wife. Uh, well, he married his longtime girlfriend. It was not his wife. Um, and then that night. Ronald Queen Jr. hits a grand slam, which is a home run with the bases loaded. No, oh, okay. With all three bases loaded? Yeah, everybody on base. Oh, so, so that's like four so points. Four runs, yep. So, See? He mentioned it last podcast that yeah. he's converting his friends. Yep. I'm one of those people. So the funny thing, too, well, the, the really the anticipation with the series was you got basically the top four in the MVP race. You got... Ronald Cunha, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, which he came from the Braves. He won the World Series with us. But um, And then you got Matt Olson. They're literally the top four, and they all facing each other. So, um, Ronald Cunha hit a grand slam. Mookie Betts hit two home runs. It was like, shit. So, it was a battle, but that, that, that Thursday night, it was 8-7. to seven. So, it was a pretty hard-fought game, but um, playoff-like atmosphere. We'll probably see them in the National League Championship Championship Series if uh, nothing else happens. But, you know, baseball can be funny like that where the number one seed get knocked out real quick. So, um, so yeah, that, that, that was a good weekend, especially for the Braves. Not so much for TSU. But, of course, we knew what the outcome would be. Correct. We we got paid to lose. Um. Also, too, Acuna, real quick, he broke history. He's the first player ever 
to hit 30 home runs and have at least 60 stolen bases in one single season. That has oh, never wow. been done before, ever. So I think that helps his chances of becoming the um, MVP. MVP. And plus, I'm a little biased, but even still, like he's putting up some really good numbers. Um, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> he glitched. Uh, uh, someone tweeted. Uh, I forgot what they said. Uh, it was something about freezing or whatever. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh, oh, you know what tweet has really tickled myself is that he was practicing for Beyonce. You know <laughs> where she's like, look around, everybody, and I'm you. <laughs> that one got me that man was glitching in real life uh allegedly while we we're making all these jokes allegedly he was actually having um a, a medical mm-hmm. yeah a, a medical emergency uh, but all it took was somebody asking, "You running for re-election?" <laughs> this man glitched. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Like, that was the hilarious part about it. She said, "So, what are your thoughts of running for re-election in 2026?" Uh, first, I'm thinking 2026. This man don't need to be in office now. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but yeah. So for those who don't know, like background mitch mcconnell froze up five weeks prior so this is the second occurrence yeah but the after the first occurrence he was hospitalized yeah <laughs> and then of course a few days later <laughs> a medical expert said he was clear <laughs> to perform to keep performing his job they are lying to us oh, they're lying to us about the people they got paid to say that they're lying to us about the health of the people. They're lying to us about COVID. Like, they're just lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, COVID is back. Well, it never really left, but... No, but it's like back back. Yeah, and a few weeks ago, a lot of people I knew, including myself, we were congested or whatever simultaneously. Oh, I missed that one. And like working from Matter of fact, it was like a month ago. But, um... But yeah, Mitch McConnell um, froze up, and you know that just created a bigger conversation of term limits, which I'm a pro- a proponent for because even last year when Nancy Pelosi that stepped man down, has been in office for over thirty years. Did you know that? Yeah, he first got elected to the Senate in eighty four. We weren't alive, Garrison. That's almost forty years. We were not alive. Yeah. Um, shout out to Kentucky though, because y'all just keep reelecting that motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even last year, Nancy Pelosi, when she stepped down from being the Speaker of the House, she was eighty years old. I'm not saying I'm a proponent for term limits, because I think if you start younger, you should be able to go longer. Um, I think there should be an age gap. Like, like you have to be a certain age to qualify. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you should, once you hit another age, you should disqualify. Well, I feel like once you're a certain age, but that might you're be done. ageism. Don't matter, because then it comes to are you competent to to perform your your job? Well, some people are competent into their elder ages. Yeah, but 
if you're comparing apples to apples, would you rather have someone elderly or someone a little bit well, younger? I'm not I'm not disagreeing. I'm just I mean, giving you the pushback. The constitutional pushback is that age is a protected class. Yeah, but you know, other industries they, they, they force certain people to retire when they want once they reach a certain age, like what was that? Um uh air traffic control people? I think age fifty five is a hard stop. Yeah, but I think that's like has more to do with like actual ability, physical ability than anything else. I'm just now saying. you you've been Cause, around to, no, because to me that does that's also very ageist too. Like I turn fifty, like you let me five the day before I turn fifty five. I turn fifty five and suddenly my eyes aren't good enough. The fuck. That's how I feel personally. It's a little ageism. But, like, I also concur that I do think that there needs to be some sort of needs to be limits. method where you get to a certain point and you can't do this job no more. Well, and then you got to Retire, motherfucker. I mean, you got to think about it. People, like, we, we already have a retirement age. We do, but 55 ain't. <clears throat> but, like... If you're collecting Social Security, if you are on Medicare... You should not be able to be in office. But like, my thing is, why do you want to do that at at that age? That's like backwards. You work hard all your life to. Some people find ride their second wind until the sunset. Some people really find their second wind at retirement. I'm wrong. Retirement now is very hybrid. However, to have a job of such magnitude that affects so many people, I think that's the issue for me. Well. Because you're you're writing laws that so, technically you're not going to be around to even see or nor are you affected by it. I'm sorry, you guys. We don't want to draw this out. But as a political science major, the majority of people, the, the larger largest percentage of people who vote are retired. They ain't got nothing to do. So <laughs> I'm just saying as if you were a retired person looking for someone to understand your demographic you might be likely to elect another retired person i mean representation look, matters this goes back to the whole old people run america thing across oh, the period. board which is unfair as a younger it's person unfair. it's unfair but it could also easily be changed cuz we are the majority. We just don't vote. So I'm gonna just push back when you say easily changed. It can be changed, but it's not. No, easy. I don't think. I don't think it's not easy. Like I think it's very easy. I think get if your it was peers that easy, to vote. I think it's that easy. Tell your peers we, to vote. We would have saw change by now. Well, I'm not saying every like. I feel like Tennessee is a unique, a unique place, but other places is a lot easier for. Uh, 18 year old in college to vote it's not that in Tennessee but encourage your peers to vote like volunteer to take uh, students from campus to their local voting like you know work voting uh, what are they called where you get ready to vote well, I don't even know voter get people yeah voter registration tables but also get them caught, like, go to your alma mater make sure them Children can vote in the state of Tennessee, but which they are a part-time resident at minimum. Even, even just 
across the industries, m- most of these businesses are ran by older folks. Well, no, I completely agree. Which, America is run by old people. Which 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 kind of sucks who don't who don't have any because they hold on to the power, the resources, the connections to keep them there because. It takes time to get there, which mm-hmm. that's just something that we haven't gotten and to And then yet. by the time you've gotten there, you have a grudge against whatever was done when you were young. And so, like, now you're, like, just out of touch, out of date. Because oh. those aren't the current young or the current, really, the current issues. You're just, like, dealing with, like, a 30-year delay. Yeah, and then, yeah, in closing, just think about whenever you was at TSU or, or just in general when you had a, a guest speaker Typically, well, the ones who are older, like, okay, you listen to them. But then when you have, like, a younger person, you're like, huh. What a younger person? <laughs> but, you know. I ain't never seen that. I'm just more receptive. And no, but people are more agree. receptive because, like, oh, that's actually realistic versus some 65-year-old man talking to high schoolers. Like, you just you just stay on track and you, like. Dare to say no to trials. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't hit the same, so. That's just all I'm saying, and it it sucks because they do have all the power. They yeah, do. they also and plus control they, the purse, and plus they took took advantage of when well, things were just cheap back then. You can't graduate and be like, "Oh yeah, these houses five hundred thousand dollars." Like, well, and, and I'm only making forty. Let me tell you, that was recently a conversation I had with Granny. Like, you got your properties for cheap. I actually had give me something. I actually had a uh, argument last Christmas with like my aunts because it was like, see, that's, that's wrong, y'all. Y'all, y'all don't know how to stay at one job. And I said, it's it's not the same. Y'all, y'all had. Let me tell you, y'all had pensions. Y'all actually had. I a, have literally stayed at this job. I am about to be on my sixth year at this job. Just so I can, just so I can qualify for the pension, so I can leave. Yeah. That's the only reason why I'm staying. It's because I'm so close to quality. Two more months, bitch. Two. The only thing, so and I qualify. Older I'm people. So it's a trade-off. Older people didn't have the lifestyle we have, but they had the resources. But they also had children a lot younger than you and I. But for so them, like, the adult life was simpler. It's like you either go to high school, graduate from high school, feeling froggy, go to college. But even after oh, high are school, are we talking about our grandparents or our great grandparents? I just want to clarify. Grandparents. Oh, my grandma got masters. But I'm saying she didn't necessarily have to, and she could have worked somewhere, got a pension, no, and she then she literally got her masters to make like 20k more a year. Yeah, but she even, had. But she by then she was like on her third child, and she's like, "Oh, we need some money." But I'm gonna say even even back then, getting a master probably wasn't even that expensive. She had a full ride to Vanderbilt. She did not pay a singular dime. I got a friend who just got a master's. Hundred fifty thousand. Let me tell you. For an MBA, if there's a legacy program, <laughs> I need whatever scholarship they gave Cormay. <laughs> so let me in, Vandy. Yeah, like you know, yeah, our our even our parents and grandparents, they they want on boats every weekend, getting lit, doing boomerangs and shit. You know, this fancy food. But now let me tell you, I brought home a lobster roll from brunch. And I, my mom was like, what do you have? I was like, I had a lobster roll. She's like, what's that? Bitch, what? You don't know what a lobster roll is? Was it was the lobster cold? No, the lobster was warm. Oh, you had a real lobster roll then. Well, I mean, like, when it was served to me, it was warm. 
Was it a warm bun or like warm crab or warm lobster? Lobster. That's a great question. Because I, I don't remember. <laughs> I had one up in Boston. I know my bread was warm. Yeah, because typically it's a toasted bun, but the lobster should, it be, should be like cold, should be, room temperature. But well, warm, like they gave you a side well, of warm butter to pour on top yeah, of it. Yeah. So like now I really don't remember like the, the temperature of the lobster because everything you, else was warm. It was Stony River. They got lobster rolls? For brunch. Only on the brunch menu, and brunch menu is only available on Sunday. How, how big are they? Oh, it was big. So okay, because normally, like, when I have like, it was a, a brioche bun. Okay. I'm actually, I, 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 I got to try that. But only anyhow, on Sunday, so. Um, man, we went off on a. We went on a food tangent. Yeah. Um. But yeah, basically, yeah, they they had a lifestyle, but they had the securities of buying stuff cheap and then buying things cheap and. And then, and then, and then preferably, hopefully keeping it, you know? And then that was back when jobs were loyal or they rewarded loyalty. Let me tell you, don't stay in nobody's job. So, Bump what they say. Yeah. Well, That's just, how you make more money is leaving. And then the ironic part, you got to leave and come back so they can pay you more. Oh, I'm not about the comeback game. I ain't never came back to a job. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much it. Oh, um, I went to Memphis this past weekend. Cam, 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 cam. Went to the Lane and um, Miles College game. It was at a high school. It was at Central High School in Memphis. <laughs> uh, but, but shout out to my frat brother for inviting me out. The scoreboard didn't work. What? Like literally, like we didn't know what the score was. We didn't know the time. We just, but um, you know, shout out to Brian Noss. He's the band director at Miles. Miles sound pretty good. Um, yeah, that, that was my first, you know, HBCU game of the year. Feel good to be in the atmosphere. Um, Miles College is an HBCU? Yeah, Miles College in Alabama. Okay. Yeah. You know, Alabama got the most HBCUs. Why did I think Miles College was a community college? But it's okay. Do your research. Shame on you. Shame on me. Um, shout out to Terry, my line brother. Went to go visit him. It was a good time linking up with him. I ain't seen him in a little minute, so it was cool to be on Did his territory. Did Terry make you a, a cocktail from scratch? Of course. Or food of from course. Scratch? Yes, both. <sighs> I miss Terry. Come like, home. I told Terry, I was like, this man <laughs> does not change. But, um, <laughs> you know, I made the drink. He was cooking. Good old, good old classic Terry. Um, next day, played golf. And that golf course was kind of tough. I ain't going to lie. Um, but it was good, though. Uh, shot a hundred, even. I'm trying to break a hundred, but um, then I linked up with some people from um, I met back in Charlotte. Met up with some frat brothers, so it was a real good time. Came back this morning. Well, yeah, got back around two o'clock. Ride was smooth, except it was an 18 wheeler that got into a bad accident, caused a little traffic. But uh, yeah, got back at two. You didn't hit any traffic. I did. Because like, like traffic usually starts like about two miles before your exit, and that'd be irking me. Well, remember I'm coming from the west side. Yeah, I'm talking about coming in. It traffic recently has been starting about two miles before your exit. Really, and that has irked my soul. See, it's rare that I be coming from that way, but um, here we are now. What you do this weekend? I was inside most of the weekend. Were you? Part of the weekend. And then when I came outside, 
I came outside Saturday. That's when I was free to come outside. I've been inside, y'all. Oh, was you was you preoccupied or something? <laughs> You're a child. Yes. I was preoccupied. That's a great way to put it. With what? I Or with whom? I have been inside <laughs> with a very specific reason. Um, but I came outside Friday no, not Friday. Saturday. Came outside Saturday night. Um, did my regular, went to Stony River. It was great. Um, or did you go two days in a row? No, just went Saturday. So, when did you get a lobster roll? I told you a few weeks ago on a Sunday. Oh, you said a few weeks ago. Okay, I thought you said yeah, this past yeah. Sunday. They've brought brunch back. Um, grabbed dinner with a friend. We went and got drinks other places. Ended up at Plain Jane. Plain Jane was very, um, Smoker friendly on Saturday. Like inside? No, but like people came in smelling loudly. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> like loudly, loudly. I don't normally encounter encounter that. Um, but yeah, I went back in the house on Sunday. I guess technically I'm outside because I'm not at home, so it wasn't that eventful for me because everyone was gone. Well. And nobody say, hey, we're going here. You want to come? Hella <laughs> people were in Memphis. Hella people. Like who? Like you were in Memphis. Mm -hmm. Tiffany was in Memphis. I have another friend, Ty. She was in Memphis. Um, I'm not just going to run where everybody was at. Thomas was in Orlando. But like hella people were in Memphis. I'm like, I thought we were going to Memphis next week, but I guess not. Yeah. Did you want to talk about what happened in the house real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, to wrap up the news week, if you missed it, Tennessee legislator had their special session. The Senate was pretty much at a stalemate. In the House, we had a couple of big things that happened in the past week. Um, they passed a House rule where uh, members' mics can be muted based upon what they deem to be um, conversation that's off topic. So you get a warning, you have a 24 hours muted mic. Second warning, you have 72 hours muted mic. By your third warning, your mic gets cut off for the entire rest of the session. If you recall the Tennessee three, Justin Jones got muted first. Um, then that was almost session was almost over by then. And so just like the entire party did like a whole protest as if that matters. Um, that's just opinion because they were still in decorum when all of them walked out. And then the next day, Justin Pearson, Justin Pearson and Justin Jones, that's a lot of J's. Um, <laughs> they, we're in Cameron Sexton, the Speaker of the House face, while he's trying to walk out. And there was like a, I would like to call it an altercation. Because that man got pushed. Mm. However, they're calling it a um, inappropriate moment. That's what they're calling it. But to me, that's an assault. That's an altercation. You push that man till that man fell. And so that is what has happened. There was a special session that was supposed to talk about 
gun control or reasonable gun laws. Ain't none of that happened. Ain't shit happened. So they just wasted about $1.6 million on a two-week special session. And ain't nothing come from it. Is that what stemmed the uproar from them? Uh, Well, you know, from my perspective, Justin Jones is purely here for the for the antics Mm. Um, instead of doing the hard work to get the work done. um, He's here to do the antics to make a show about not getting the work done. If you ask me my personal opinion. And so. Considering that the state has such a super majority for the Republicans, I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting anything to really reasonably reasonably get done. However, I did think like with the covenant mothers going and lobbying, I did I was hoping for some law to get passed. That might have been a foolish concept. Optimism. Well, you know, I'm always hoping because I've sat with so many of the Republican leaders. It's like they aren't like they aren't stupid. They aren't unreasonable. Like it's just a matter of addressing the issue in a fashion that pulls at their heartstrings versus using antics that just further digs you in a hole you know it's like it's about it's a matter of having a conversation with them versus like shouting at them in public yeah yeah i get it um we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with our first topic okay so you guys we're back with our main topics and garrison i want to talk to you about the perception quote-unquote of friendships because Guess what? I finally got asked if you were my man. What do you mean, finally? Ain't nobody asked me before this. I thought people always thought and asked you. (laughs) No. Wait, people be asking you for real, for real? Some people are like, yo, what's up with you and Veronica? I'm like, it's my friend, man. But like, especially when we to Atlanta. Like, (laughs) frequently? Okay, wait, that doesn't count. (laughs) Nah, but yeah, like in general. That was a little spicy. We added a little sauce to that fire. But nah, like, people... Like, yo. like be but like outside of that yeah like people be like yo like what's up doing veronica i'm like that's my friend oh did ass like somebody was like so tell your man garrison i said hi i was like compute that rewind did you just say my man garrison wait who who said that i'm not telling you why not because I'll, I'll, I'll bleep out the name <laughs> bleep. i'll bleep it out i just bleeped it out for you You so conservative. Come on, say I'm it. dead. I'll tell you. Look, we be we be we be dropping names on here. That's what makes it so so authentic and raw. Say the name. Put a name on the bullet. You go for real? dead ass. Leave I will. It out? I promise. Okay. So asked me how my man Garrison was doing. You think he was being facetious? No, I think he dead ass thinks you're my man. But why would you think that? First of all, why am I still in communication with this man? Like, well, that, 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 that's another question too. Anyway, he asked how you were. And I was like, my man. 
like my boyfriend because <laughs> he ain't bad he's he's my bestie he ain't my he ain't my man do y'all re- like so let's talk about it like let's talk about perceptions and and what do you think other than the fact that we just be together and we're a man of an attractive female and an attractive man sitting next to each other doing things together what other than that makes people think that people who are in friendships are together i mean this this extends to the even broader conversation which i'm still gonna do this pod about older women just trying to hook up their sorority sister or whatever the moment they find a young single uh, attractive man because that happens to me a lot like don't you ask me it. if i'm married or anything like how old are you i got somebody i, I want to introduce you to well damn i can have a wife and kids i mean you don't have you don't wear a ring everybody ain't gotta wear a ring that's true but that's like what people look for but anywho um perception i mean hell it can be people walking down the street oh yeah they they, they probably fucking it's it's funny how humans work, but then you also got to factor in their background. Have you ever been on the other side of the coin, like where you're like, "Oh, are y'all together?" Well, working in the bank, uh, you know, people come in sometime and like I don't, I didn't want to assume. I was like, "Yeah, so how do you two know each other?" Because I I just understand that everything ain't what it looked like. Yeah, facts. So I always get the courtesy of just asking. Like, hey, like, you know, like, how do I know each other so that then they can tell the story versus, like, that's my sister. I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> my bad. Not like, oh, so what are you and your wife doing here? Because, you know, people don't want to assume. But um, I would just say that's always going to be a thing, you know, because what people don't know, they just love to I would like create, some, a, create some. a narrative. Some relationships play into it more than others. Now, I am pretty good. So the fact that I've that I experienced have like women platonic friends, I have a different view on it. But there can be instances where it could look a little more friendly than than it really is. So the assumption could be correct. I don't think if you care. Then the assumption assumption is whatever it is. I think if you're more like diligent about it, the assumption is never made. Mm. You know, like with I've obviously you guys know I have married male friends. I go out of my way to make sure that we don't look coupled up. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I don't want that perception. But I feel like. Some people don't care, and so they don't do anything to negate that perception from being had. I mean, look, perception is reality sometimes, you know? So, you just got to be careful with that, um, because depending on who sees it, it could be powers that be, you know, it could, it could, it could, it could bite you in the long run, depending on the magnitude of it but i agree perception does matter i i believe in because there are moments where you just can't help it like if y'all go somewhere like i can't help that i'm with you you know what i mean so people gonna 
just assume, oh, dang, they going out. Like, you know, but it also depends on the frequency, too. Now, if you always out with somebody, that can. I don't even think it's necessarily the frequency. I think it. I think there's a matter of what you look like when you're out with somebody. I, I personally feel like I don't give like that's my man vibes with Garrison. Now I'll give I'll give that's my friend vibes and I'll cut the bitch over it. Don't play with my friend. But like you don't so I mean once again, like I said, like a lot of people be asking me, yo, like you wrong guys on maybe I don't think it's from how well, once again, they don't even see us like necessarily in person. That's kinda like what they see on social, social media. media. But yeah. I, I think the frequency thing is a, is a factor because oh, okay. if, so, if if you're, if you're so always hung out with Garrison four times a year, y'all wouldn't y'all probably be not. Like, oh, okay. I don't think you would get as many. I mean, no, but, nor would I would get as many. Like, yo, what's up? But since we hang out oh, frequently, wait, so how how frequent are these yields? What's up? I'm dying to know. Oh, can't really quantify, but like, because I just had my very very first one outside of like people being like oh y'all should be a thing i mean but isn't that that's i mean they 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 cousins basically i think there's a very big difference between being like hey friend you and garrison are cute together y'all should be a thing versus tell your man garrison i think I mean, it's still trying to get to the same place, though, in my opinion, because they're I mean, they're they're, like, they're some people are just gonna be like, oh, y'all are cute, 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 cute. Yeah, but that's insinuating. I that, mean, but like you know, the y'all are cute thing like negates any like any real quantifiable like y'all would actually make a good match type vibe. Does that I, make sense? Nah, like I think that's what they're implying. That no, nah, because oh, when I hear y'all are cute, I'm like, oh. We would look good together physically. Yeah, so but like, yeah, but what about the other like people personality traits? Yeah but, yeah, but people don't even get that deep because oh, okay. when it comes to perception, we don't even get there. Oh, so damn. Yeah, I'm going too far. Yeah, I don't tell people they'd be cute with them somebody else unless I think they would make a good match. Well, I mean, for people who don't really know, that's all they got. Well, there's somebody that we both, Kendra keeps bringing it up and well, she's like i think i think she'd be trolling though oh you th- i think that's it like honestly at this point i think she's really trolling I think that's it. so but you know i mean the whole perception thing i mean you know if it's two attractive people i mean that's the, it's just it's just, it just comes with the territory in my opinion like you literally can't Does that stop happen it. to your other female friends? I was just wondering. Oh, I'm how I'm, often do you get asked about like Well insert female. Every time I've met so it's been times where I met my friends, you know, my my uh, my uh, female friends parents or some sort of family member and it almost never fails. They'll be like yeah, you know, my mom said she was real attractive, and I you know, like you know, y'all, y'all will probably be good, together. you know, or they're like, so what's up, with you and Gears? Like, you know, they will always do that. So I've gotten that a lot. I'm always somebody, man. I'm always walking in somewhere because you know, especially uh, when I worked the bank before pre-pandemic, I was always suited too. So they're like, come on, suited and booted. They're like, who is this? I'm just like, hey. I'm. Who is this appropriately dressed man? So I always get that. Um, that's been a frequent thing in my life, to be honest. Um, 
and I can't help it. You know, all my friends, like all my male friends, their parents love me and have tried, but like never been like that hard. Like I've like <laughs> I have friends whose parents are still like. So, where are you going to give my son a chance? I'm never going to give your son a chance. Do you know what your son does to women? No, they don't. That's why he's single. Well, I'm just saying it. it's a common thing to me. That's unfortunate, friend. I'm always getting married off. That's really unfortunate, friend. Now, sometimes when they be like, yo, I got a niece your age, I will, you know, they show me a picture. I'm like, okay. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. Oh, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, wait a minute. I'm like, hey, uh, let's, 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 let's bring her out. Let's, uh, let's uh, test this theory out. <laughs> but, um, well, yeah, you know, it's, it's, well, it's funny too, because, um, but have you, like, so when I asked if you've ever been on the other side of the coin, have you ever made the presumption that one of your friends was with somebody that they be, that they be with too much? And be like, hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, once again, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at, like, peeping the scene and, um, are you? I am. Really? Oftentimes, I'd be right. And I'll, I'm, I'm not the, I, I told you, uh, I told you so, guy, but I'll give you that look like, nigga, I told you. <laughs> um, but once again, though, I have a privileged lens because I have that, so I'm not quick to assume, well, oh, that's probably just his homegirl or vice versa. So, um, I look at it from a more patient view versus just rush to, so awesome. you're you're one who's willing to 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 collect some more data before like letting that assumption or that thought mm. really settle in place. Yeah, because what you see, yes, that's what you see. But in reality, if you take the the, the chance to actually even ask, why? Well, yeah. So was that your? I don't know. I just you know, like people tell you. But like for me, when people say like, or when this person said that, I was like, okay, well maybe I need to amend my behavior because I don't want to get off of the perception that Garrison's my man. Well, also I just think he was being, you know, facetious a little bit. No, I think he was trying to ask if I was single or not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like he didn't really mean it. But also, like maybe that was like genuinely his assumption. Or not. Or not. Because once again, when I hear that straight from another man. I mean, think about it. Like, oh, you know, just a little boyfriend. Like, <laughs> why you gotta say it with so much sauce? Like, no, but like, like the way you just said it was very like jealous. But no, but that that happens. I've seen it many times, where people will just throw a title on it to see how you react. Right? I don't know. Uh, I'm real. I'm also someone who will wait for like data points but also i'm a person who like if my friend's giving off that vibe with somebody else i know they aren't together i'd be like hey yo mm. would you, you're looking real coupley would you tell them i've said it to people really yes now have they been so perceptive to that information mm. interesting i don't know interesting <laughs> I, I mean, we don't have to take a break. All right. Well, I mean, that's that pretty much wrapped up this topic. Wait, we got to cut that part out. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. No one needs to know that.
All right, we're back with our last topic. It kind of segues from the last one, but um, you know, let's 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 have a conversation about bringing your your boo, significant other, around your friends. I struggle with it. You know, I think that's a very uh, it can be a very tricky situation. I think you have to walk a tightrope, right? Between your comfort, their comfort. And then knowing your friends and how they going to act. And how you act around your friends. Because then you got to play both sides. Because. Well, I think that is important. I think this is. Okay. So. I don't want to play all the sides, y'all. But I do think it's important to show your partner how you friend. See. But how soon is too soon? And how involved do you want to have your friends in your relationship? That's my problem. I think, um, yeah, it's tricky because I, in my last relationship, I thought I did the right thing, right? By just getting in front of it. Did you, though? Well, this was another instance, but, um, because, I have, a, I have a good friend, you know, she's a former co-worker. Um, she's, like, beautiful. But we just friends. And I incorporated them early to show, like, hey, this is my friend. You know? Oh, so she wouldn't be threatened by you being with other pretty bitches. Got it. But it had the opposite effect, you know. But that was no... Uh, insecurity? Yeah, so that wasn't. But how did you act with that friend? So I, I got, I need clarity. We all need clarity, not just me. The listeners need clarity. <laughs> oh gosh, it was one moment. So I, I invited them to a softball game, uh, both of them, because um, you know, Wait, they, neither one of them were on the team. You invite your girl and your friend to a softball. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that could be. Oh, that could be awkward. That could be awkward. Yeah. But you know, life life is about learning lessons. So you know, it was cool, but then like. It was like maybe like a month or two later. She was like, I see the way you, you be looking at her. I'm just like, oh, gosh. I'm just going to tell you as a friend who I'm is going cooked. to your softball games, don't ever do that shit again. Oh, trust me. I know. Because coming to your softball games like makes people look at you like, oh, that's his girl. Yeah, but be like, perception. Nah. Oh, perception. Hell, the fuck? Nah. Yeah, so. I'm just here because I, I came here to be outside, drink. And make fun of y'all. Shit. Um, I'm here to have a good time, not a long time. Well, so that goes up to the whole perception thing. See, people can't even show it to a softball game. No. I'm going <laughs> to tell you the truth. Deadass. No. And that's why I never made, and that's why I never brought any of the signs. Because that does give, like, girlfriend type vibes. But it's like, it ain't though. Anyway, right uh, for me, it's like I'm just trying to be annoying. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, uh, you just gotta know your partner, and also I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm gonna tell you the truth. You gotta have a conversation with your man or your partner and your friends before they meet, because I've introduced men in the past to friends, and friends have been like, okay, so he's a part of the clique. Like mm-hmm. he's a part of the friend group. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 pause. Hold on, no, no, no. I'm just letting you meet him. 
so that you can tell me your your observations before we go too too far. Yeah, but then that can open a can of worms too. Let me tell you, my last ex, I introduced to. You said we dropped names on the spot. I introduced him to Cassius. Okay, that's my motherfucking dog. Mm-hmm. Cassius took him outside on the balcony and they talked for like 25 minutes. <laughs> next thing I know, next thing I know is not even that day. The next day, me and my man went, went out for dinner. He was like, so did you and Cass, Cass used to fuck? I was like, no. What the fuck happened that made you think that? And he's like replaying like the whole conversation. He was like, and if you hurt her, I'm going to shoot you. I'm like, well, damn, that that's yeah, that's how he feels. That was extreme. But he's okay. like, I ain't seen nobody get that way. But an uncle, brother or maybe a close cousin. I was like, though, that like I'm a good girl. Like my male friends love me. They're going to act like my like. Like, I think my friends, my circle, it's protective. They don't want to see me hurt. He's like, no, that sounds like a nigga who used to either fuck you or he related to you. And Gory said he ain't related. I'm like, he's not related and he didn't used to fuck me. So what like, was the chill result? out, bro. So what was the end result of that? I mean, me and that man eventually broke up. But, but like, it wasn't from that though, right? No. Had nothing to do with that. No, okay. But, like, he, he, he always questioned my male friendships after that point see i think especially with me having the friend group that i do it can be a little tricky i think you having the the good your like your close friend circle i could see how it could be overwhelming for a, a new like a partner to meet yeah but and i would never introduce all of them at the same time yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do moving forward is certain groups. But also, like, I, for you, I wouldn't introduce her to one of your good friends in front of that friend's good friend, like, you know, friend circle. Because as we've already clearly defined, I have friends who think everyone who's introduced is now part of the friend circle. And you don't want that. Mm. I mean, as we've previously discussed on other podcasts, you don't even want me to become friends with your girl. (laughs) (laughs) If you recall that episode where Garrison was like, no, you're my friend. Well, because that can get awkward, too, because if y'all ain't fly no more, but then you befriend my now ex and now every time i'm around she might be around us that's, that's awkward well I, i'm not saying that that's that's weird but we know but that like why happens. can't i be friendly and like why can't i go to brunch with your girl without you because sometimes friends why can't i up? have some level of a bond with her i mean and then when y'all divorce i'd be like well dad got me in the custody <laughs> i mean it depends because sometimes i don't know sometimes a friend could fuck up just say the wrong shit not knowing and then you know it'd it be something that's very small and like, wait is that is that something that you fear though because like it was the way your face reacted is that something that you would think would happen is that if you let one of your friends become cool 
I'm not even saying like besties or anything. Like just cool where they socially hang out without you with a partner that you'd be afraid like you shared personal information that they would repeat that. Yeah, because you got to factor in the the girl bonding aspect and y'all feel safe around each other. So y'all might girl, I know I ain't supposed to tell you this, but and then next thing you know, it comes back on me. I'm like, fuck. You know what I mean? Because that is a realistic situation. Why do you lack trust in your friends in that manner? I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying it's a possibility. I just want to know. No, I'm just saying it's, it's a possibility. I'm not saying that it's not a possibility. Clearly, you've given a scenario where that could occur. Yeah. But so, why don't you trust your friends more? I mean, I'm not saying that I don't. I'm just saying that's uh, a... Sounds like you don't. I'm not saying from experience. I'm just saying that could happen. It can't happen. That's no, what I'm saying. It so, can't happen. So, like, I'm, you know, I... I come at it just from like a logical, realistic point of view because that can very well happen. I also think it's how you introduce your partner too. Since we're talking about it, I think if you introduce your partner in like a pass by kind of manner, like we're all at an event and the event isn't centered around me. And so it'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, this is my friend Garrison. This is my friend Thomas. This is my friend Deontay. Like... In the past, by kind of manner, it's not as um, yeah, yeah, intense. Like, yeah, but, like, but I uh, also don't encourage introducing nobody homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. Why would you do I that? I made that mistake. That's what the mistake I made. Why would you do that? <laughs> so I was invited to sit. That's like the worst time. I was invited to sit in my man's neighbor, like in my man's area, and had my man pull up. And it was just, it was all bad. It was all bad. Mm, yeah you that no well, i mean it was a it was the sunday of homecomings like so homecoming is over but like you know it's still homecoming vibes mm. you gotta pick and choose i also wouldn't do like a double date dinner thing either because then that gives my friend too much access to that person also what you mean? i mean since we talk about all veronica's mistakes also <laughs> don't do your annual trip to opera land to see the lights and take cute pictures and then invite your man to meet your other friends to do that shit either it all turned bad it no it was not good because now like i do that with like friends childhood friends who don't live here and now like they'd be like so whatever happened to that man and then they'd be wanting to post the pictures that that man's in the pictures in i'd be like they're great pictures don't ever post them we not together that ain't my man. Yeah, I mean, so I guess when do you feel is an adequate time to introduce your boo, whatever, to, to your <laughs> so, friends? So, at the point where I am now, with the exception of a special occasion such as my birthday, mm-hmm. you just not gonna meet that man until me and that man decide that we we in this. Like he gonna propose. So you're not gonna introduce your friends. Not until, like, we decide that we, like, legit together, together, like, this is it. We gonna do this. You can hear about them. So, okay. But you're not gonna, with the exception of, like, a special occasion such as my birthday. Preferably not homecoming. Well, I hope not. I mean, but, like, you, you know how you run into people during homecoming. Yeah. 
I think that's just like from my experience I just think that's a bad time to introduce somebody as your man lie be like oh this is my friend <laughs> or this is no title included yeah this is whoever who we is yeah, yeah with no indication yeah, I think um I think homecoming is wild to be with your boyfriend just your boyfriend yeah unless y'all are like long term yeah. y'all been together for some years yeah, I, I think a good time is when you know that you're confident in their personality, what they vibe with, who they'll mesh with. Because sometimes, you know, and it sucks because, yes, yeah, like y'all are together, but if you know their personality is kind of like an introvert or they ain't really fucking with the social shit like that it makes it a little awkward i think it's harder to introduce that type of partner yeah the non-social partner yeah Yeah. you have a lot a lot of people yeah because i don't date those type of people though (laughs) because like with me you know i have a podcast i got a huge network of people i'm in a fraternity like it's gonna be some shit popping over here so my partner is gonna have to be okay with that okay so i'm gonna say it i i hesitated because i was debating on if i was gonna (laughs) say it or not i think for you garrison it's easier said than done like i think it's easier for somebody to be like oh yeah yeah i understand you have a podcast i want to like i want to see the podcast for them to actually come and then watch the podcast oh i would never do that i'm not saying just watch but like listen or like visually like be in a space where like your friends who pot with you are so like let's say let's just give an example it's a a hypothetical example give me an example (laughs) okay ish (laughs) Okay, so here's the example. We'll take it back to Garrison's 150th episode. Let's say you're you you're having your podcast, and then all your friends are like still st- like after the pod pods over, the mics are off, on air sign off, but everybody's still around. They drinking, they eating, they snacking, they smoking, and someone who wasn't here for the podcast. Who is interested in you it's like oh well, i want to come yeah they pull up i think it's harder to see the social setting the network if you will surrounding you versus it not being a podcast environment like so let's say like Let's take that same example, but instead of them coming to your 150th, they came to like a game night, mm-hmm. which is much more of like an intimate setting. It's not like just everybody's invited type vibe. Yeah. I think that's a different dynamic. I think that what they would perceive would also be different. Yeah. Because um... Cause like a game night might be like your friend and your friend brought a friend. Yeah, cause even with my birthday, I'm thinking about it. 
<laughs> Let's not relive that. Yeah, but uh, nah, you're right. Um, I mean, it's just a hard balancing act to be honest. Because the irony is that your podcast is very much centered around you and your network, because that is what G Talk is. And it's so crazy because even when I'm out places and maybe people will be on the pod, like they'll connect just off that. They're like, oh yeah, you on the pod? Oh yeah, me too. And then next you know, we all just a family again. But you're like the uh, the center of all of that. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like no one who's been on the pod doesn't have, like everyone who's been on the pod can directly connect to you. Yeah. While, you know, in other <clears throat> scenarios when you're meeting friends, it might not be so centric. You might not be the center of the room. Yeah. So I can see how like coming to your podcast could be or even listening to the podcast could yeah, be very I, intimidating. Well, I, re- I will recommend they, they don't listen either. Oh. Absolutely. I completely disagree. Nah, because. Well, no, I mean, for me. <laughs> As someone who also has a podcast. Oh, I'm talking about for me. Well, now for you. Not, yeah. I mean, but to be fair, though. <laughs> but like I mean, for me, I don't like, I'd be like, well, if you're going like, to listen to my podcast, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, now it's a little more, I mean, it's tame. But. Oh, except for like those very beginning episodes. Don't listen to like Malcolm's first episode. Like, yeah, let's take that without the discography. And, and, and also to. But shout know, out to Malcolm. Like we, we, um. You know, it'd be pod- your episodes that I tell people that I'm interested in not to listen to. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but you know, just just as a podcaster, though, it's you know, you you say things, but sometimes we just say things. Is it? Is it? Sometimes it's legitimately just content. Yeah. I am saying this because I know it's going to get the people going. Yeah, and like I don't, it, it'd I don't... be like me saying I need a doula when I get like when I have a when I become a stay at home mother. I want a nighttime doula. I want a full time <laughs> nanny, and I want a chef. Hmm. Yeah, I'm we, a stay at home wife. Look, I be lying, <laughs> and um, I be lying. Yeah, I mean it's literally for like entertainment purposes. So, like, don't think that you get to know somebody in their full capacity on a, on a podcast. But see. You're getting the character that they're portraying, right? But someone who cares about you has feelings. They 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 don't get that. They're they're listening with a whole different ear. Yeah, and they're like, they're like I can't believe you said it. What cheating? You know, like you know they. Oh wait, oh wait, no, no. That's why the, I the would truth, just, the hard truth of the matter is, Garrison. Some some of your some of your takes, some of your opinions are in fact factual but you don't want to let your partner know that i'm gonna bleep that out but (laughs) (laughs) don't never know what i said but you'll always wonder i mean look if you know me then 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 you'll know how i truly feel it's how i feel but if you don't know me and then we listen. Then sometimes the truth of the matter is, I say, I say my my initial reaction on my podcast, but then I have time to reflect and consider, and then my opinion might change, or who I am with you might be different than who I am on my podcast. Yeah, but 
just from experience, I just will recommend that they don't listen. Oh, listen to my shit. Just don't listen to me on Garrison's nah. shit. <laughs> nah, look, do not listen because you know, especially if it's still early and you don't, you don't even know me, then you're gonna already just yeah, you're gonna make have your a pre, assumptions pre and 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 in in the event that you do listen at least give me a fair shot and just ask See, me the irony is i feel like you could say the same like you might not want people to listen to your shit but you, like they could hear you on totally judging because totally judging is like a little milder yeah, you don't I mean, get so spicy yeah so i mean we're, we're a little more sober yeah <laughs> over there yeah so if you do listen just just at least give me a fair chance to say my side of the story okay rare but yeah, so all in all, there is no definite answer on when it is good to introduce your significant other. But I would just say just just, well, I mean, just really just really know who you're dealing with. I think the advice is to know your friends and know the person that you're wanting to introduce. Yeah. And so, don't be don't rush into it. Don't be bullied into rushing into it. Oh yeah, like if your friends always ask you about them and or her. Or if she's always asking to meet your friends. Cause I feel like men don't do that, really. Yeah, I think it's more of a woman thing. I don't want to sound sexist, but I just wanted to add that I mean, caveat. It, it's true. It's true. I think more women... Well, now, as a woman, let me shoot me some bill. I think meeting a man and seeing him with his friends is very telling. So I'm for sure one of I'm gonna want to see my man with his friends well before I want my man to see me with my people. But you know, they could be acting, especially if they know you're around. Because <laughs> look, let's be real: people ain't gonna be who they are. Oh, facts. Amongst their boys versus like you around them, like it's just not gonna be the same. Well, I'm gonna be me regardless, but I do think. I think uh, so recently I was on a phone call with a friend and they was with their friends that I've never met and one of their friends took their phone and was like so what you doing on this phone with my friend I'm like talking yeah where are you questioning why your man on the phone like why your friend's on the phone yeah, and then sometimes and then some wild shit happened, but I'll have to tell you that off mic. Okay, and then also too to close, like sometimes I ain't gonna lie, being a man, and when I'm finally you know finally get the invite or whatever, or I finally obliged to you know hang out you know with you know my friend or whatever amongst their friends, especially like their girlfriends, they can be extra as hell. Extra as fuck. Oh my god! I gotta put the extra on just for you. Oh my gosh! It's so nice to finally meet you. I'm like, and then I'm just like, okay, but that might be some extra sauce. I feel like I'm under a microscope. Oh, because you are. No, no, I don't. Let me let me negate that. You are. And then and the the there's a facade. There's like a, a a face of oh my god! Like I'm gonna give you like the perk. Like my friends are gonna be extra. They're gonna pull out that perky, but no, like, if you ain't matching a certain level of energy, you are literally being judged. Yeah, and I was gonna say that from you know the woman's perspective, 
I could see. Well, now I can give you some tips. You got you correct gotta me, come off cool. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like let's say you're amongst the friends who one of your friends invite their significant other over. Do y'all have those intense conversations like after like girl like what the fuck? Like, you know, let me like, tell you, with the exception of one friend, every friend that brings a man around <laughs> is putting in the group text, "Hey y'all, I'm bringing my man." And then we've already got like a list of like kind of do's and don'ts, like kind of like hot, like what buttons not to push. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and so like every friend recently whose man I've met, it's been like, I don't say I, I'm not going that far to be like, hi, oh my God, I've heard so much about you. But you're definitely going to go, hi, my name is Veronica. Now. It, it can be a little awkward too. What you what you what you here for? So it can be a little awkward too when I'm amongst my homegirls and they bring their man and he come in, he look at me like, nigga, who are you? <laughs> I'm like, what's up? But, you know, go back to the perception. Sometimes they be thinking like Nigga. It- I don't know, like no we way haven't, you just we haven't had to cross them. that bridge. We yeah. haven't had to cross that bridge. Yeah, that that, that is a, a, a man thing that we got to deal with. In my head, I do wonder, like, if I have to introduce like a man to you, like, what would I do? Because <laughs> it's like, hey, yo, that's my best, like, that's one of my best friends, Garrison, which you should know by now. Like, I I just feel like by the time I'm ready to introduce a man to you, that man's all right. Already understands your position in my life. Yeah, and look, it, it can be because look, I'm, and that's the beauty of when you do have like a true platonic woman friend. Like you don't falter, you don't flinch. You like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, you're not like, oh shit. You know, you don't. But have I also any- think by the time I introduce him to you, I, I wouldn't be looking for like a seal of approval. Yeah. Like it's more of a okay. So you're already a fixture in my life. It's time that. Yeah, you understand my full life. And also, I'm just speaking for you know just other homegirls in general who, you know, and it's been awkward times. Where that could be awkward. It's been awkward times where I will literally so I'm, my homegirl, you know, she had a child and we was hanging out, and then like the father. Wait, are you, are you somebody's godparent? No. Uh, oh. The father of the child showed up. And then she's like, yeah, this is Garrison. And I'm, I'm listening right now. He's not going nowhere. And I'm thinking like, and he's bigger Contention. than me. He's bigger than me. I'm just like, hey. But like, I didn't expect her to introduce me like that. So I'm just thinking like, ah, it's a little awkward. But he was like, oh, what's up, bro? You know? I think it's also the way you introduce people. Like, yeah, I think it's difficult to introduce like your significant other to people he's never heard of. Yeah. Like, and then expect there to be some, like, level of, like, chill. Yeah. And not, like, no level of question. I, yeah. You better know my big three. Like, you better know Tadija, Thomas, and Garrison before you meet them. Yeah. Who? That's damn near who I'm always with. Anyway, so you guys let us know how y'all introduce people to other people because i'm pretty sure y'all got many a story you know tag the pod on twitter or x in fact at, i might i might give a story without names once this drops at uh g talk podcast one um you can mention on uh instagram at g talk pod so 
we want more interaction, you know, because this is a real thing, especially amongst young adults. We understand it can get a little convoluted. So let us know. We want to hear your side of story. And also let us know stories about, you know, the perception of you. Have you always been the one who people assume, you know, you're a girlfriend or the whatever, you know, just let us let us know your stories and um oh we should repost the, the video from atlanta that started it all <laughs> all right but um i mean i think they know where to find you already but you can tell them if you want these guys know you can follow me at bronco lynn that's it that i two? even have to yeah. pull out my phone for that one yeah, i'm about to say because normally you gotta pull it out well that's for my podcast mm. i don't know my podcast handle which is wild well you know what You'll get over it. But anyway, you can follow Garrison at Tom Dubois mm-hmm. on Instagram and GR Warren. No, not GR. Oh, uh, Garrison G- underscore WRN. See, you, you just W-R- talking. It's the WRN. You just, I'm like, it's something. you just talking and. I just be talking out the side of my neck. Spinning lies. Bye. Till next time, we out. Peace. You got it.